3: Consumer Cellular. When
1: Freedom Calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5GB data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
2: Live from Studio C. you, si, senor. Actually happy to be here today. Deep within the bowels, of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. We have a chance to do good this week as opposed to help tear apart the fabric of America. The chance to do good. Uh, t- this week, we are under the
1: tutelage of our general manager. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We will tell you all about one of the greatest organizations in America, helping our wounded service people, doing God's work, and you can help them this week. Yeah, and we'll tell you all about it.
2: Some uh, A lot of you know what that is. A lot of you don't. And uh, Awe-inspiring we- is what it is. Yeah. Amazing. We want to raise a lot of money. And, um, yeah, I, I the timing is perfect as far as I'm concerned. A whole week of focusing on good stuff people do for, for other good people is going to take up a chunk of our time. So we won't even have time if we wanted to, to focus on who's touching who or who's lying about what tax plan or who talked to the Russians when.
1: Today's my day to grope, Michael. Finally. There'll be... <laughs> <laughs> there'll be. No time, no
2: time to talk about it. I'll tell you, on, on the big issues of the of the weekend or of our times, I saw experts, experts, I mean, this is what they do for a living, 180 degrees apart on all the major issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. what the tax bill means is going to do, what the investigation with Flynn means. I mean, people who, this is their, they've studied this their whole lives. And you get two of them sitting down at a table on a, on a cable news show, and they're a 180-degree opposite view of what's going on. So what am I, as a regular person, supposed to do with that?
1: Well, and I blame the Internet, but absolutely everybody has to engage in, in like, superheated rhetoric. Well, I think it could be, you know, somewhat detrimental to that. No, you would never say that. Everybody's, this hamburger is the worst burger ever. It raped my mouth. Never go here. Except about the tax plan. This tax plan is murdering poor people and feeding their organs to the rich. God, I heard an economist today who was going on and on about... Oh God, settle down. Or the
2: Flynn thing, which it obviously means the Trump presidency is over, or it means they found nothing and the investigation is over, depending on who you ask. Something and again, in betwixt. And again, since I'm not a tax lawyer or a prosecutor, and all I can do is listen to experts give me their opinions, what am I supposed to do with this information? You start Uh, to ignore it. You've got two choices: you either ignore it, or you go with the whatever backs my team. That's really the only choice you
1: have as a layman, isn't Mm -hmm. it? If only there were two sages among us, two wise men to guide us toward the truth. In between uh, body part jokes, if only. I'm not one of those people. I was referring to Marshall. (laughs) Let's
2: kick off the show by introducing (laughs) everybody. Me and Marshall. uh, We'll say hello to everybody. There's Michelangelo, <laughs> pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. What color is that shirt? I'm colorblind, you know. That could be gray, brown, It looks like red. a gray. Okay. Has yeah. it
1: got a touch of green to it, Michael? Just gray. I thought it was it's all just the gray. gray. I yeah. thought it was
2: army green, but uh, you know. the
1: light's a little funky in there. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: I'm doing great. Uh, Christmas Day is three weeks from today. Oh, I'm not believe that. Wow. Uh But I'm looking forward to this week. I always love when we do charities, and uh, I guess this year we have a new one. Isn't it Encyclopedia for Teens? Is that what you were telling me?
0: What
2: the charity Encyclopedia? Well, I for thought teens. we were switching charities this year. <laughs> no, we are. no. Oh, no, we, well, yes, we the, are. That is very funny. But. Okay,
1: <laughs> it, it could have been funny. Encyclopedias oh, well. for teens. <laughs> it was. It mind. was too beautiful. It was too subtle. <laughs> okay, it's, you got to wait till like seven thirty to something God, like that. Honestly, <laughs> that is
2: hilarious. No, that's not our charity.
1: Okay. Wow, oh, it's Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. There, there are that. teens across America who have no encyclopedias. <laughs> do something today and if they have to write a term paper what are they supposed
2: to oh, do? well
0: the laugh was
1: delayed but at least it got <laughs> there. <laughs> there is, oh my god no you're like van gogh you're not appreciating it in your time right.
2: there is a positive sean whose smile lights up the room how are you sean
4: doing very well had a uh, a very uh, exciting birthday weekend did uh did a, quite a bit of movie going as i am now uh i have this thing called the movie pass now this is something that as somebody who sees as many movies as i typically do i'm i feel bad that i didn't know about this before it's a subscription service for going to the movies. It's $10 a month. You can see a movie a day, every day. And it seems impossible for it to be sustainable, so I'm going to try to see as many movies right. as I can before this company goes out of you business. You can go to
2: a movie every day for 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Wow. Man, if you like movies, that's a hell of a deal.
4: There's There are a couple restrictions. Like, it doesn't work for 3D or, like, the 70-millimeter special projection ones. I'll skip the 3D uh, movies. Whenever it says, like, no passes, is that... Uh, no, no. Are you uh, barred from that? No, the, the, uh, the time you'll... Find experiences with that is like Star Wars opening day. Like you can't buy tickets in advance oh, through this service, right? So beautiful Star Wars. you, you kind of you're 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 stuck to the ones where you can show up and there's a ticket available. So if you wanted, for me, I'm seeing Star Wars on opening day. I wouldn't be able to use this. I'm gonna have to pay <coughs> out of my pocket. But sure. I saw three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Great movie. I saw Lady Bird. It's a perfect movie. I like it more than I probably should because it was set in the town that I grew up in. Hmm. Um, and uh, but I I expect both of those to be nominated for best picture. They were both fantastic movies.
1: Yeah, I want to see that Three Billboards movie. Um, Am I I correct, you grew up in in Tehran? (laughs) That is correct, sir. (laughs)
2: There's Marshall
1: Phillips who does our news every day, and there's always a lot of
2: it. How are you, Marshall?
3: I'm doing very, very well. It's a social media birthday today. Turns out that text messaging is 25 years old
2: today. What? LOL. Who, who was text messaging 25 years ago? It a was, couple of scientists? It was... Two a, people that could possibly... Listen, listen to, to anti-science. It was an
3: engineer who typed Merry Christmas on a computer and sent it to a cell phone on this date in 1992. Exciting. 1992. Yeah. Net worth for texting? Priceless. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I get it. But it took off like a dozen years ago, 11 years ago, somewhere in that range. Yeah, some yeah. people got into it before others, yeah, Jack. those yeah, three yeah. people.
3: yes, yes,
2: <laughs> we for, on the cutting edge. Good for them. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday,
1: December 4th, the year
2: 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this
1: program. Hey, gang, let's put on a show beginning officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. President Trump also hinted in a tweet this week that MSNBC anchor Joe
2: Scarborough should be investigated for an unsolved murder. Can we just take a second to appreciate that that story barely even registered as news? I mean, at any other time in history, the headline, President Openly Accuses Man of Murder, would probably make the front page. Now it's just part of the Wacky News Corner, right next to... Local squirrel learns karate, <laughs> North Korea can now nuke all of U.S. Wow, that is true.
1: That's the, you know, that's the point I was trying to make Friday. It's just, it's an entirely it's different scale now. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that barely registered. Yeah, <laughs> nah. I guess he accused Joe uh, Scarborough of murder. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Tell me damn Local squirrel learns karate. <laughs> uh,
3: what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, President Trump ramps up attacks of the FBI, his defense of Michael Flynn, and, quote, lying a Hillary Clinton at a major drugstore chain buying a big insurer in a move that could reinvent the way you go to the doctor. And yeah, what?
2: This is going to change everything yeah. for people who have an insurance. Yeah. And watch,
3: watch out for what you feed millennials. Stories coming up, 635 Armstrong
1: in Guinea. That's, that's right, you if you feed S6 them, they to become to dependent on you and yeah. start hanging around your yard. <laughs> and don't feed <laughs> them after midnight. Wait, no, that's gremlins. <laughs> how does mail bag look? Oh, it's outstanding. We have the weekly Shower Thoughts Some uh, Keen and
2: praise for you, Jack, my boy. And a little bit later, we're gonna really get into explaining to you about Freedom Station Warrior Foundation, your new favorite charity, or among your favorite charities.
1: Oh, you're gonna just you get if we can possibly do our jobs, your awe will be inspired.
2: Yeah, and we're gonna raise a lot of money this week. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. of texting, and I try to remember our news person at the time, Jamie Coffey, um, explained to me what texting was. She was the first person I knew that was texting. She was always at the forefront of that sort of thing. Shout out to Jamie! And I said, why would anybody ever do that? Mm. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And of course, I can't imagine life without it now. And uh, I do it 50 times a day. And so I try to remember that with anything I hear about that seems like, why would anybody do that? I'm I've I've been I've been very very wrong mm. before about things that I enjoy. You also so, said that about a DVR exactly. I remember years exactly. ago. Who would ever do that? Did he really? I can't imagine that. That yes. sounds like the oh, greatest I, that. That. that
1: sounds like the greatest just, idea in the world. I don't believe that. You know, I was about to praise your your humbleness, your willingness to admit a mistake, but I'm afraid I must turn to derision. Okay. Um, <laughs> I kid. I, I can't believe that, Mike. you got to produce that tape. That's a hell of an accusation, sir. I, I will Next you... you'll accuse him of colluding with the Russians. I
2: won't believe that at all because it's obviously a great idea. It's a it's a, it's a it's a. VCR without
1: having to mess with the tape. How can you, you be against that? You're going to save all my shows and I can watch them whenever yeah. I want and never have to rewind anything? Michael, you're just making crap up. Now texting... Why don't you join the, the Trump uh, investigation? Why don't you go work for Robert Mueller? Like that one guy who wrote anti-Trump emails. We'll talk about but that.
2: But with texting, I thought, why would you ever do that when you can just call somebody? Right. And now it seems ridiculous that I'd pick up the phone and call somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To the point, sometimes you all you y- y- wear out your thumbs, you and your mm-hmm. honey, your, your buddy, your friend, whatever. And then you realize, this is idiotic. This is taking 15 minutes. And I'm t- just constantly, why don't I just pick up the phone and say, when do you want to go out? Ah, 8 o'clock's a little early for me. All right, let's make it 8.30. And then, boom, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Mailbag wee yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Here's a nice note from uh, Nick in San Jose. Uh, dear Joe, this Sunday... Well, it's to everybody, isn't it? Come on now. This Sunday, I bought my kids donuts. One of my eight-year-old twins dropped a donut hole on the floor, and her twins said to her, Nice job, donut hole. <laughs> I blame you for this. That's and me, funny. but mostly you. That's pretty funny. Uh, K-N-J-A-K-O-H. Keep... Nice jobbing all kinds of holes. What's nice jobbing? Oh, nice job blank hole. I get it, yeah. Did they eat it? I don't know. I would have. I would have, too. Sure. Please. Uh, Michael is the funniest person on uh, the show, writes uh, David. Joe said, when was this? I don't remember. I said, I was giving her the what the hell noises under my breath, but loud enough to be heard in my cowardly, passive-aggressive manner. Michael says, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a prince, Michael. But don't get a big head, all right? Your job's hanging by a thread, all right? Where's my... Some horses run better when they're whipped. We try to keep Michael down. My eighth
2: grade science teacher said, you're going to get the big head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to get
1: the big head. I think I was 10, 11, <laughs> 12 years old. Yeah, I was when my, our, uh, our, our my baseball coach would always call us balloon heads. Don't get a balloon head. Bunch of balloon heads. Uh, Joe is violent is Tanner's topic. Uh, Joe, you're always saying he'll... Well, all right, I'll just read it. Well, Joe is always saying he will come at you with his hands. Hello from San Antonio in the Alamo. Tanner, who's from a family of many fags from all across the West, and he sent us a picture there in San Antonio of A&G boxing. That is, that's part of my failed string of of uh, boxing trade. I saw Rocky it really got me excited back in the 70s and i invested all my money in a string of about the problem is though i i don't know how to box I you mainly just like the power he was punching the meat you liked all the meat you thought hey this is something i can get into Well, right so all my gyms have giant sides of beef hanging from them what i hadn't realized is they go rancid so quickly and it just well i was ruined ruined <laughs> Oh boy! All right. How about your weekly shower thoughts, as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City? A couple of good uh, rye observations here, and then we'll get into the news of the day, plus the uh, the fundraisings for one of the best organizations in the world. The first one is so self evident. This is not the year for mistletoe in the workplace. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. And on a similar note, at this rate, the winner of Best Picture will just be whatever movie had the fewest sex criminals associated with it truth there too so once upon a time somebody at google just said yep have someone drive down every road on earth
2: wow and everybody thought that seems, sounds like a, that sounds doable <laughs> we'll get started boss
1: god that is so true
2: <laughs>
1: if bread goes bad we throw it away if bananas go bad, we make bread out of them. <laughs> <laughs> that, does, that doesn't mean anything. That's stupid, and yet it's funny. Why is it so funny? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> but it is. When someone gets a nosebleed in a movie, it's ominous. Because it means they either have cancer or are telepathic. When someone gets a nosebleed IRL, it's because the air is drier they picked their nose. Ew. Ew. That's <laughs> so true. It's not... What's wrong, honey? Do you have cancer or telepathy? No, no, I was just digging around, and <laughs> I think I scratched
2: my nose. One of my kids got a nosebleed the other day when they were wrestling, and they were really proud of how rough they were wrestling, and one of them got a nosebleed, and yeah. he was so happy with it. He ran to the mirror and looked and was bragging to everybody, wow. and it doesn't even hurt that bad. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he thought it was so awesome. Yeah, wow. He got to move to the Midwest and get that kid a hockey stick. he would be among uh, his fellows. And finally, this one, keep this in mind as you go throughout your day today. Peeing in public is only forbidden if you open your pants. Mm. <laughs> That's so wrong. All right, moving along to the correspondence proper. Uh, somebody tweeted this, and uh, alert listener, uh, I think it was Adrian, somebody sent it along to us. A Southwest Air Jet had to make an emergency landing at LAX. It was en route from Sacramento to Santa Ana, report of a mysterious odor on board. Now, if it was coming out of Sacramento, it was perhaps a politician going home to Orange County or something like that. And that, my friends, is the smell of corruption. There is no need to land at LAX. Thank you for moving that along. Uh, Ryan from Houston. Jack, Joe, I assume that at least half the staff didn't make it today. Hopefully Joe is still alive because he reads the emails. Ever since the Senate passed a hurdle to get the tax bill into law, people have been dropping like flies. The IRS agents aren't collecting money, they are ringing bells and telling us to bring out our dead. Who would have guessed a milquetoast tax bill would instantly kill millions? Except the Democrats on Twitter who are saying that's what's happening. Why didn't we listen to them sooner? I'm 99% sure Positive Sean had to eat his cat to stay alive. That's Ryan from Houston, or what is left of it. Yeah, I heard I heard an economist on the National Progressive Radio this morning. He was predicting virtually everything but cannibalism in the streets. That this was some nightmarish rape of the working class by the wealthy. And it was just, God, it was so overheated. Well, my, my taxes look kind of rough. I mean, it's
2: very complicated, but uh, first glance, it looks like uh, I might have to eat one of my children. Wow. To survive. Wow. wow. Eat the tender one. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would like to talk about the process, which seems pretty crazy. Is this this the way we do things? Is this really the way we do things? Is this the way we did health care, which was the biggest thing in however many years? And this is the way we're doing the biggest tax thing in many, many years. This is no way to run a country. You jam it through one party when nobody can read it. It's impossible. Under the
1: budget process somehow.
2: Impossible to read it all. Everybody's just hoping that their their leaders are being honest with them because nobody right. understands it.
1: Right, and you make guesses about what it'll do to the deficit and those who formerly were absolute jihadis against deficit spending are now in favor of it. Some sincerely believe in uh, we can grow our way out of it, some not. And those who would spend a trillion dollars on you know lollipops for poor amputees last week all of a sudden are deficit hawks today. It's enough to make you a little cynical.
2: And I'll tell you one thing, it ain't. It's not a you could do your income tax on a three by five note card. Oh
1: Lord. It ain't that. No, your tax attorney just had to go back to night classes. Yeah, well done, well done. Finally, this Hello Guys writes Jeremy in Placerville, California. This year, in an effort to make my children more appreciative of the life they have in America, tonight we are watching Schindler's List. Well, I know it may be unconventional to show a movie to a ten and eleven year old like this. I feel I may get away with buying fewer gifts this season. Wow! <laughs> God bless Jeremy and Plasterville. That's a good plan, Jeremy. I suggest that if that does not bear fruit, just queue up Saving Private Ryan and roll that thing.
2: That's a decent plan. Show your kid Schindler's List. Say so you're not getting a bike.
1: Those people were happy to be alive. You understand? And you want a bike? No, right? That's good parenting. I would use that tone of voice too. That's uh, that's rough parenting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Marshall's news coming up in just a moment. Oh, we didn't get to the high, high praise for you, Jack. and Warning um, us about that deceitful Brian Ross in advance. And we'll have our first guest on to
2: explain about Freedom Station Warrior Foundation, what we're raising money for all week long, and uh, some of the best people I've ever met come out of that organization. I hope you can stay tuned. It's going to be a, a week that makes us all feel better about ourselves. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: I went from school.
2: The Supreme Court is looking at sports betting this week. That's an interesting one. I don't care that much about,
1: but yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to lay a grand on a uh, Niners Eagles. I don't know who the Niners are playing. It's a, it seemed like a good joke if I could pull it off. Yeah, but I should have said the, uh, the the college national championship. There you go.
2: Encyclopedias for college kids still a funny punchline, Michael.
1: I'm glad you like it. This, this is RBG. I went. Ten large on Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, news now with Marshall Filos. Well,
3: not letting up. President Trump thinks the FBI's ruined Michael Flynn's life while Hillary Clinton got off scot-free. The president was asked about his former national security advisor pleading guilty to lying to the FBI. Trump telling reporters before leaving for Utah this morning. Well, I feel badly for General Flynn. I feel very badly. He's led a very uh, strong life, and I feel very badly, John. I will say this. Uh, Hillary Clinton lied many times to the FBI. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied, and they destroyed his life. I think it's a shame. Hillary Clinton, on the 4th of July weekend, went to the FBI, not under oath. It was the most incredible thing anyone's ever seen. She lied many times. Nothing happened to her. Flynn lied, and it's like they ruined his life. It's
1: very unfair. Thank you very much. She also had her lawyers destroy tens of thousands of emails while under subpoena. So, yeah, she ought to be uh, chained to a wall somewhere. Do we do that? The most incredible thing he's ever seen. That's a high standard. Anyone's ever seen.
3: Over the weekend, President Trump was disparaging the FBI in several tweets and also defending Flynn. That's a good idea. Saying, I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. He has pled guilty to those lies. It's a shame because his actions during the transition were lawful, there was
1: nothing to hide, exclamation point. Well, yeah, it's that Flynn thing is still inexplicable and makes you think there's something else going on because your transition team can reach out to other governments. You ought to. If you don't, it's malpractice. So why the lie?
2: Well, I don't know. If somebody lies to yeah. me about something, I think, okay, well, what's going on here? Something's going on. Right. No,
1: I lied needlessly for no reason, yeah. uh, just to keep in practice. Well, then There's
4: you're crazy. right. Exactly. <laughs> I was uh, worried you would overreact, so I lied. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: after
3: that tweet, a number of experts came out saying that suggests Trump knew when Flynn was fired February 13th, he'd lied to the FBI, and Comey has said the next day Trump brought up the Flynn investigation and told Comey he hoped he could let
2: it go. But Trump's tweet over the weekend that I fired Flynn for lying we're now to believe was written by his lawyer. John Dowd. John
3: Dowd came forward claiming he drafted the tweet and had made a mistake in how he worded it.
2: So the lawyer did a worse job than Trump usually does of tweeting about things you shouldn't jump into. Or the lawyer is falling on his sword to protect his client.
1: The president... Because the tweet may have admitted something.
3: Obstruction of justice. The president's counsel is now arguing that under the Constitution, Mr. Trump is the chief law enforcement officer in the country
2: and that he can't obstruct himself. That's the Nixon argument. Yeah, I can't, by definition, um, if the president does it, it's not illegal. I decide whether or not it's in the national se- uh, interest to follow this law or that law. That's right. the, what I've been elected to do. Nah, it sounds like a king to me. Um, Uh. Duh, so, will it come down to, could it come down to, did Trump write that tweet on Saturday? It could. Could that become a big deal mm-hmm. where they're investigating? Uh, the the lawyer has to prove that he's actually the one that, that wrote out the tweet? Because if it's the lawyer, then obviously Trump is not admitting to anything. Right. He can just say, oh, I made a mistake. I shot off my mouth. I didn't have all the facts in front of me. Whereas if Trump says
1: it, then it could be a problem. You're, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I got ahead of myself. I blame myself. The problem is he implied that he, he fired General Flynn because he knew, Trump knew that Flynn had lied to the FBI at the time he testified to the FBI, as opposed to finding out later with the rest of us. So, well, and then, theoretically, then he, when he went ahead. to Comey
2: the next day and right. asked to let, Comey to let it go. Right. Um, if, if he knew that Flynn lied to the FBI, he's trying to get Comey to let go of a, a crime because it is a crime to lie to the FBI. Right. right. Um, so now his lawyer is claiming that he's the one who wrote the tweet, not Trump, although this would be the first time everybody thinks that.
1: Somebody got a hold of Trump's Twitter feed Yeah, other than the president. If only the uh, free press of the United States had shown this much interest in the Internal Revenue Service at the direction of the White House assembling uh, an enemies list and trying to thwart anybody who is right of center through our nation's tax laws. If only they had shown this much interest then. But you know what? Meanwhile, it goes.
3: meanwhile Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore getting his biggest endorsement yet from President Trump. Trump tweeting out early this morning... Democrats' refusal to give even one vote for massive tax cuts is why we need Republican Roy Moore to win in Alabama.
1: Did you see the uh, headline on CNN this morning? Trump endorses child molester.
0: (laughs) No. Yes. Yes. That was the headline? Yes. Wow. Uh, Trump. Trump, (laughs) Oh, that's going pretty
1: far.
3: You got to throw a
1: legend in there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Trump going on in his tweet, We need his vote for stopping crime, illegal immigration, border wall, military, pro-life, VA, judges, Second Amendment, and more. No to Jones, a Pelosi-Schumer puppet exclamation point.
2: So that election's what, a week from tomorrow? Yep.
3: Oh, boy. And we do have a new CBS News poll released this morning. It shows Moore leading his Democratic challenger, Doug Jones, by six points.
2: Wow, so he's going to win... He's going to become a U.S. Senator. Then the Ethics Committee is going to look into it. Lindsey Graham said yesterday, we, you know, it's unlikely we're going to boot out somebody um, uh, who's who's been elected by their state. But the Ethics Committee, if the Ethics Committee, he said, if the Ethics Committee looks into it and comes back 6-0, the guy's
1: a child molester, then we got a problem. Meanwhile, Mitch McConnell will say something really strong about him because I think he's honestly not comfortable with a child groper uh, in the Senate. And uh, Trump will take Moore's side, driving a further wedge between Trump and McConnell. Hmm. Who knows? God, it's such a soap opera. God, I'd say. Indeed. Meanwhile, drain the swamp, Marshall. Drain the swamp.
3: Drugstore giant CVS Health is buying the health insurer Aetna in order to push much deeper into customer care. Now, the evolution's not going to happen overnight, but in time, shoppers may find more clinics in the CVS stores more health services that they can get through the network of nearly 10,000 locations the company has built up. The almost $70 billion deal announced last night, it could result in dramatically lower costs to both CVS and Aetna, and hopefully
2: those lower costs get passed on to consumers.
1: Wouldn't it were?
2: Yeah, I don't know what all they're talking about. They're talking about a lot of your quick in and out stuff you'll do at the CVS mm-hmm. instead of going to the doctor. That yeah. could be a good thing, because we, we all, I think, have... You know, regular appointments every year that are like, God, I have to go to the doctor for this. I have to go to the doctor so they can tell me, yeah, you need an antibiotic for this. Uh And make an appointment and wait and go through the whole thing.
1: Maybe they can do that at CVS now. I don't know. I don't know. I picture, you know, bending over in the uh, allergy aisle and getting my prostate exam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there, the Baby delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And there Delivery is a- on aisle four. And there is a push <laughs> to let pharmacists
3: handle more and more of uh, the duties of doctors. Oh,
1: they'll like that. Oh, Pharmacists who are already so angry at you as you just step <laughs> up to the... <laughs> they told me in school I'd make a lot of money doing this. They didn't explain day after day counting pills, day after day, 18, 19. 20. What's next? Counting more pills.
2: Oh, yeah! uh, I got I got a friend right. who is a pharmacist. That, that's not what gets to you. It's the people. <laughs> it's it's the my insurance is supposed to cover this. It's right. the y- 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 you didn't go to pharmacy school to deal with whether or not the insurance covers this old person's pills and they say it does. Yeah. Well, that's
3: again yeah. why if they uh, if they combine with that, now, you know, that could streamline a lot of those yeah. questions. Yeah. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West.
1: That reminds me. i got to tell you about the boy's job. i got to be careful of her. The boy. By the boy, I mean a friend of mine. Exactly. Yes. That's what I call him. He's my boy. You're my boy. Who my boy is? Where my boy is that? That's what I'm always saying. You do talk that way. Yes,
4: indeed.
2: That is, that is, that is your vernacular. Yes. So we're going to have the president and founder of the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station coming up at, at uh, 7.04. We've known Sandy for a long time. We're going to explain to you what this is, for those of you who don't know. And you're going to want to donate money. And it's
1: not the one that sounds somewhat similar. No. you got to get the name exactly right. And we'll we'll make it easy to, to donate, but we Warrior
2: Foundation Freedom Station. we got to make that clear. It we, ain't the other one. It Yeah. Yeah. All that will be explained. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. 150,000 videos due to disturbing content involving children. But if you still want to watch disturbing content involving children, there's always the Alabama Senate race.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't quite get that joke. What is that the YouTube kid videos thingy? So there was this thing going around on YouTube. These things almost all appeared to be extremely foreign kind of stitched together home animation videos that were tagged with kids things and they were kind of cheap Knockoff parodies of like Frozen characters or like Superman and Batman, but they were all kind of this weird, violent imagery. I right? came
2: across one of those one time when I was looking for a video of something for my kids, and I came across something that was just horrific. Right. Wow. So, so these
4: things appear to be exploiting the algorithm of YouTube. So your kids, you you put down your kid in front of, hey, watch this this video from Frozen, right? Sure. And then so the autoplay just auto suggest starts playing them, and eventually they get to this point where they're playing these. These kind of knockoff counterfeit things that involve like very violent, like the characters get hit in the head with a bottle, they start bleeding all right. over the place. So, are
1: they trying to subvert all that is good and decent in America, or is it like click through ads? Or they're just trying I, I to think, get clicks.
4: I, or I what? think they're just trying to exploit the ad revenue. I, yeah, the, okay. There's almost no talking just in clicks. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, okay. I wow. wonder if it was just people that are just so weird trolls. They just liked the idea of hooking a kid and making them cry. Yeah. Which, trolls are weird. Who knows? That might be their motive.
1: Well, you know, there's a little uh, contrast for you. We're going to be helping you help Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, one of the great organizations in America, uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, and you can go to armstrongandgettyradio.com dot com right now. Maybe you got to jump out of your car and and you want to learn about it before you go into work or whatever. Just go to the website. We have a big prominent f- uh, banner right at the top. You can't miss it. All the stations are helping us out, so we're we're super excited about this. And and just the it's beautiful people doing great stuff. Then you got you know that and 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 uh, that friend of mine I mentioned, who who works in retail, he said, Joe. You can't believe how many people steal. Really? He came from a different industry and was hired on to help run a store. And uh, he's gotten to know the the security people and everything. And he says it's just rampant. It's all the time. People steal all the time. And now in Lawyered Up America, you really can't do much about it, except you have the security people confront them and say, that uh, PlayStation in your coat, I'd be happy to ring that up for you. Yeah, well, I've uh, changed my mind, and they put it back on the shelf, and then they leave. It's just, it's tough, because once they're through the registers, and you know they're a thief, well, it's all about company policies and liability. And, you know, if you got some scumbag takes a, a PlayStation, what does a PlayStation cost these days, Sean? Sean? Uh, like 400 bucks right, in so that you range got, you got a guy steals a $400 PlayStation he takes off you attack him in in, in the parking lot he breaks his arm he sues you for $50,000 you settle for 30 grand congratulations you didn't lose that uh, $400 PlayStation so you know it's it's a little discouraging yeah, a little yeah yeah i know I've, I've i've always
2: been amazed by those statistics of what percentage of uh of their inventory they expect to lose to, th- to thievery. Oh, it's horrible In stores, and it's yeah. always amazing to me because I've never stolen anything and never think about it, but a lot of people do it regularly.
1: Yeah. yeah. And get away with it, which would, uh, if you're you know, of that mindset, would encourage you. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I like more than watching the security f- footage of the, like, the chick who has the, the net between her legs, wearing a long skirt, hikes it up, shoves the stuff down there, and then waddles and then... I love that stuff just to see, but I always assume those people get arrested and justice would come to them or something. In some cases, I guess it does, but again, it depends on the company.
2: I have known people, though, that have the attitude of, you know, they got enough money or they're screwing me somehow with their prices anyway or something along those lines is the justification beyond just I want this without paying for it. Right,
1: right, which is interesting. Well, you see that in a lot of human you know, activity. People come up with a rationale. It doesn't hold up to 15 seconds worth of scrutiny, but it allows them to do things that normally you'd find uh, reprehensible. But uh, yeah, by the by, if you're one of those people making that rationale uh, or rationalization about, yeah, they're ripping us off anyway with their prices, um. Brick-and-mortar retail is is dying. You're going into a sick, sick patient's room in the hospital, and you're stealing their drugs. Retail is not ripping you off. They're barely surviving. Anyway.
2: We are going to talk about good people coming up, so stay tuned. It's going to be a week full of good people.
1: Yes, we are. So, what time? Ta- oh, we barely have any time for this. Oh, that's all right. Uh, Michael Mukasey, who is the attorney general under uh, g George W. Bush. He said a lot of the, he's talking about the Michael Flynn plea agreement and all the news it made, and he said a lot of the heavy breathing and a lot of the speculation is completely unwarranted. He was on this week. I watched that just uh, last night. That plea agreement does not, to me, indicate that there's very much
2: else there. Here's the problem, though. And he could be right. There's that guy saying that with his expertise, and then there's another guy sitting next to him saying, okay, uh, that's not the way I see it, and explaining how it's clearly the beginning of the end of the Trump administration, and he's going to be impeached, and blah, blah, blah. Right. So so it's somewhere in between. I, I have no idea. Honest to God, I have
1: no idea what to do with this information. So it's somewhere between nothing and the greatest constitutional crisis this country has ever faced. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Plan accordingly, everybody. <laughs>
2: Let's do good. Let's talk about good things. It's the time of the year where we're supposed to be helping people. We're going to explain all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. slash compatibility.